Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Yep, yep, ghetto boys is back and reloaded. All in your mind. Yeah, now deep throated. This is for the streets, the real, the railroaded. The disenfranchised, the truth, the scapegoated. And they know it. We speak the truth, so they quote it. Because we wrote it. The North, South, the East Coast. It's the GB knocking. We keeping your head bobbing. It ain't no stopping. And once the beat drops in, violins, the system is so corrupt. They throw the rock out their hands and then blame it on us. GB, don't get it twisted. On code and we ain't dancing for no buttermilk biscuits. It's Willie D, y'all. Scarface is in the building. Collectively, we are the Ghetto Boys. Reloaded. Reloaded with another episode of information and instructions to help you navigate through this wild, crazy, beautiful world in the studio. Ghetto, ghetto, ghetto boys. You sound like a sampler. Yeah, man. It's going down. It's going down. Yeah, it is. Hey, man, let's hop right into it. Jump on. What was that you showed me just now? You just shared with me. About what? <laughs> The picture of me looking like Dusty Baker? Not that. Uh, Candace Owens. Oh, Candace Owens? Nah, bro. What were you saying about <laughs> Candace Owens? <laughs> Nothing. I'm, <laughs> I'm out of that one. Hi, Candace. Really? 
No. I mean, yeah. Why? I, shit, I can't speak to her. Because she hates you. Oh, she does fucking hate me. Yeah. I mean, she hates black people. That is so fucking bad. Yeah. Self-hate. Yeah. That that shit is that that that's a that's a that's as bad as cancer in my opinion. Like self-hate. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's bad. I wonder well, you know, they say it starts at home, right? Yeah. So uh, apparently, um she was well I hate to put it on a mom and daddy without knowing. Really? You dig? But I'd have to I have to do a little bit more investigation to see, you know. But I do know that she she likes to um Willie, I'm not gonna She likes to know. talk about how there's no racism, like racism is like a figment of our imagination, basically. Yeah, uh, but that's because uh, of she minimizes it. But she uh had a major problem with it when she sued her school uh back in the gap for discrimination. She never talks about that these days, though. She never talks about that. I wonder why. Willie, this ain't good, buddy. Hold on, well, man. I was, hold on, I was, hold on. You sound, you sound a little timid, man. You know. I like, mean, like I, sound, I mean, all I said was it looked like. I mean, you want to be, you, you want to fucking go there? Yeah. You, you really want to go there? I do. I said, fuck. I'm not gonna do it. Because okay, every see, fucking thing I say, okay, everything right. I say go viral, bro. Man, you know what? And if I say that Candace you know Owens look look like her breath stink real bad, like she got a fucking like, I, that's just gonna go viral. That's so I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna about, say bro. that. The I'm not gonna fucking you, say the that. Truth shall set you free. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Mrs. Scarface is no, back. That's what man, I'm talking about. No, Mrs. Scarface bro, is back. Why she be going viral, man? If I say that one of her titties longer than the other, some shit like that, like I'm gonna be in trouble. See, you know, but the the thing is, bro, is that I just don't have any like regard for people that don't care about me. Well, you don't give a fuck about a whole lot of don't. shit, but man, I'm not, like I have a reputation to protect, man. And I don't. I mean, <sighs> Willie, you don't give a fuck, man. You unapologetic. Well, well, I I, I do give a fuck, but like, L- listen, man, listen. I, I, no, 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 I, I blow your motherfucking house up. No, nah, but I want to. And clear if this your up. wife and kids are inside. They fucked. That's shock value. That's <laughs> shock value. That's moving on. <laughs> but I listen. It, it is because I give a fuck is the reason that Why I you don't. that I, I that get I say it. these things. Mm-hmm. It's the reason that I call these things out. It's because I do give a fuck. And you gotta understand this, man. You mm. know, like I've been denied many opportunities because of my convictions. Many opportunities, you know, like I one I'm opportunity, not, not, Willie. Give me one since I, since you made me go viral. You, you give me I one. I mean, I I, um, I don't get invited to certain events. Or like whatever. what? I, that's been things, you know. Like, I mean, you know I don't want to give them action. Exactly, like that, man. man. You're not, you're not but you want you want me to go viral. Well, I need you know, to go viral one people time. People know what it is. What is it? People know what it is. What? I mean, I, I never get invited to the Grammys. And, Why not? You know, but I don't want to go to the Grammys. Though. What about Steve Harvey's parties? I don't. Oh hell no! You know you know. like Steve. You I love Steve. All up, bro. For real? For real? Man, I love Steve, bro. Yeah, that's you. You know what I'm talking about? Damn. You know, like you, you a box Charles Barkley? You know, like I, I, I ain't, I ain't with all that. I'm boxing. talking about a celebrity boxing match, though. No, bro. Like, uh, <laughs> um, a fight is something different. A fight? Yeah. Like a fight, fight. See, 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 like in boxing, bro, like size does matter. 
<laughs> and, 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 and boxing. So if I'm boxing and we got gloves on and we got to deal with and we got to we got to fight within the rules. That's one thing, you know, mm. uh, he would have a huge size and height advantage. Right now, I'm not saying, you know, I'm I still feel like that I would do well. Right. But dominate outside of the boxing ring. I, I'll fucking destroy him like a real like fight fight. Well, anything goes. I I beat the brakes off Charles Barkley. <laughs> That's that fucking viral moment I've been waiting for for the past ten years, Willie. Go fucking viral, man. Real talk, man. Real Willie talk. say he'll beat the brakes off Charles Barkley. Beat, like. beat the motherfucking brakes off of him, put him back on, and beat him off again. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love and Charles. Far, too. And I'm gonna tell you something as far as like uh, celebrity boxing. Uh, to me, you know, to put it out there like that, you know, I did it way back in the gap and it was all for fun and respect and all that kind of stuff, but I don't have anything to prove. So based on that and where I'm in my lot in life today, man, you know, if a motherfucker want me to get into the ring with anybody, I mean, we're talking a minimum five million, minimum. Oh, well, minimum. don't nobody want to see you fight that motherfucking yeah. band. Well, there it is then. <laughs> well, there it is. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't uh I wouldn't I wouldn't risk my health and my reputation so you motherfuckers can be entertained. For real. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I'm not that shit, man. I I'm not going out there at all. You know what I mean? Like I'll watch the fight. As a matter of fact, I'll pay to see the fight, but I ain't gonna take my dumb ass out there and watch a motherfucker fight. Um I was I was um I was looking at George uh Floyd's um um uh, they wanted to uh, overturn or, or what's the word they use when they want to take the uh, when they want to pardon you? Yeah, pardon. They want to pardon. Mm -hmm. They refuse to pardon him. Right. Post, you know, after dying, they they still the they state refuse of Texas to give him still a posthumous. Uh, yeah. What's pardon. it called? Posthumous. Posthumous. Yeah. Yeah. They still refuse to. What in the fuck? What in the fuck? Yeah. yeah, like, like, tell me, I got, I got, I got, I got, I need answers here. This man is no longer alive, but he's still on parole. So, yeah. I, let me finish. Mm. So, if he, if he come back, he's still gonna be on parole. And why do you think he deserved it? To just be off parole. Yeah, just he's not here. But it's a whole lot of people that are not here that doesn't have a parole. Why in the fuck are they on parole? parole. I'm, I'm, Why are they on parole? What I'm saying is that it does it does a lot of people who what they what what they're looking to, what I think what you're saying is that they're trying to pr basically vacate that conviction, right? Can he serve it out? Can he serve out the parole? Oh, well, absolutely not. He's dead. So why in the fuck are they still holding it over his head? Well, I, I, you know what I. I think that's a ask a question for a lawyer because okay. because I really don't know. I, I hadn't I, I hadn't really looked into it. I think so. I still think it's bullshit though. Yeah. Because it ain't, ain't like a motherfucker. He can't. It, 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 if somebody is dead and gone, there ain't no way that they can serve out a a life sentence or or or, or be part, be uh, on parole or, or or pay you that money that they owe you. He gone. Yeah. Like all that shit should be wiped clear, and the man name should be cleared, you know, and that be the end of that story. Yeah. 
How do you feel about the statues that are go that have been going up about uh, George Floyd? You know, they, they've been putting up statues, and some people have been protesting. Wait, statutes or statues? Statues. How do I feel about the statues? Yeah, the statues. It's about fucking time we started getting statues for 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 our martyrs. You feel me? Like our martyrs. Like you got uh, uh, Sam Houston ass down here in Huntsville like he was just a super bad motherfucker you know and 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 all of these other colonizers and shit but 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 let, let's let's look at the word martyr because I don't I don't know if like somebody that lost their life for the cause but but he but George Floyd did not lose his life for the cause it, well, he, he he lost his life just because you dig what I'm saying? Like he, like he, he didn't, he didn't purposely say, "I'm gonna make this sacrifice no, for the people." No, he didn't. But he, but he, but he inadvertently did, Willie, because it, it really. He, I, he, I, I can agree with that. He put, they put that light on him, you know, and they put that light on these police departments that's been roughing, you know, uh, uh, roughing up unarmed black men and even just black people. Period, man. You see the way they, they did the little kid, man, at the at the swimming pool. When they what? kicked them, yeah, man. I, I what, what, was, what little kid? They had a swimming party, man. There was some girls. Um, I can't really remember the names. Or, or, or it was somewhere in like outside of Dallas or somewhere, man, where they slammed the little girl on the ground and put in. You talking about a few years ago? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it, yeah. like it's some, it, like the real definition of. Like police and, and sheriff and the badge and all of that. It's like it's kinda like slave patrol, Willie. Well, that's exactly what it is. It's kinda like slave patrol. And I had a buddy of mine, rest in peace. His name was uh uh Coach Lewis. Mm -hmm. And we called him Blue at the golf course, man. But Blue told me that he became a police officer back when it was still segregating and it was a lot of uh racism still going on well not racism but prejudice toward black people and you could not arrest a white person yeah if you was black right you had to let him go right yeah bro <laughs> <laughs> you, you know like when you when you start like when you start looking into this history man and you Think of, you just read about some of the things that actually happened. It, it was so much stuff that happened that when you when you when you look at it, you say to yourself, the person who perpetrated those crimes or, or those actions had to be subhuman. All right, speaking of speaking of which, white in, in uh, nineteen nineteen September thirtieth nineteen nineteen. It's why we're in the month of September. White people massacre nearly 200 black people in Elaine, Arkansas, after black sharecroppers demand fair prices. Mm -hmm. They slaughtered them. They, 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 they massacred them just by asking for shit to be fair. Mm -hmm. You know? I don't I don't I don't like the direction that uh, our podcast is taking. But these incidents that go on with black people 
have to be put out there so black people and 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 the rest of the country knows that this is what's happening to us, man. Like like okay, give me give me one give me two more seconds, man. Then you can have it. That was two seconds. God damn it, Willie. No, shut up. Let me talk. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just fucking with you. So, <laughs> can you imagine all of the shit that has been said on record in music in a lifetime, in a lifespan? Can you imagine all of the shit that has been said on record? Now, you're being um, attacked for the shit that you say on your records, you know? Mm. And I'm not even, I'm, I'm talking about possibly convicted for shit that you've said on your records, you know? But ain't nobody said shit about Stephen King and the shit that he said on his records. Or the shit that he showed in his movies. But what do you say to people that say, hey, man, we ain't got time to worry about what they got going on. That's, yeah, the double standard. We got all of that. But what about what's going on with us? You know, what about us holding us accountable? Because at the end of the day, we know that, that there's a double standard. We understand the double standard is there. Okay. So, but, so what does that give us? the right uh, to just because we have the right to go out and, and make music that's destructive. Like, like what? Oh, like okay. What? So, so the only devil's advocate, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a fucking movie that's destructive. What's the difference? Well, the difference is, is that one is a movie and one is music. <laughs> <laughs> so no difference at all. It's all it. it's so you, so in other words, it's you, all entertainment. Yeah. And to your point, to your point, seeing is believing. See, I was always taught seeing is believing. You can tell somebody something. Yeah. Somebody got killed or whatever, whatever. But and they'll listen, they it, might listen to it and hear hear what you got to say and then and then, you know, ten minutes later they forgot the conversation. But if they see a person Yeah, they'll remember for the rest of their life. They'll never forget ever, that. Ever in their life. Never you forget. see that person on that ground and their eyes rolling back and they're trying to hold on, but they, you know, they, they're slipping away. They fall asleep. And they start twitching, you know, and you see the blood. You, you see all of that and, and, and you can see they fade, they're fading away. You'll never forget that. You'll never yeah. forget that. I'll never forget the Terminator. I'll never forget that movie. <laughs> yeah. i never forget the time that I was five years old with my uncle. And he took me to a dice game and a guy stabbed a guy. Killed him. Shit. It's the first time I saw somebody die. What? Mm. Yeah. Killed him. So you never forget these those 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 type of images. So, um, mm. but you know what? DMX. Uh, shout out to DMX. DMX with uh, a big fellow. Put up a video uh, recently on Twitter. Well, DMX, not DM. I'm tripping. I'm 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 I'm, I'm clueless. <laughs> uh, uh, DMC. Okay, so, yeah, so DM, uh, yeah. Shout out to DMC. DMC. Yeah, shout out to DMC. DMC puts up a video 
I don't know if he put the video up, but it's a video of DMC talking about this exact thing, talking about the music, how the music was basically hijacked, how it started with it being uh, an opportunity for us to escape the streets and escape game culture. It was an alternative. And then at some point, it turned into something dark. And now it's people, instead of people escaping to uh, the gang culture, they're being drawn into the gang culture. Somebody told me, somebody said something um, like that, Willie, but it, it, not in those words, but very, very close, man. It was like we was rapping to get out of, that was me and you, right? Mm -hmm. Rapping to get out of it. And nowadays they 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 rapping to, to 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 get in it, you know. You know, it tripped me out when I first started seeing it. I started seeing some prominent rappers start claiming Crip and blood, and, blood. and I'm like, like what, what in the, the fuck, fuck is wrong with these dudes? Like, what like, do you realize what you claiming? Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, bro, are you? <laughs> oh shit. I'm talking about guys who ain't never been in a game. They wait till they go out and, and make millions and millions of dollars, and they want to be crips <laughs> and bloods. And blood. But if you, but but you you ain't never been, you ain't never been to Rosecrans. You know, you ain't never been to Hoover. The trip. So I, how are you? How are you a rolling sixty? And you ain't from the sixties. Ghetto Boys Reloaded Podcast. We'll be right back after the break. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy, and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises, or will we see a new champion crowned? 
Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million-dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The one million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. What the hell is the allure? Because allure. Yeah, I mean, the thing is this: the even the gang members will tell you. I mean, I'm, I mean the the vets, the OGs will tell you, man. I wish like hell I didn't grow up in this shit, and I don't want nothing to do with it. I'm just trying to teach now. They made all the mistakes. Yeah, man. And they wise. They wise. They no wise enough. Fucking life and they're like letting these youngsters know, man, this ain't it. Man, learn from my mistakes. You know, a wise man learn from mistakes of others. You know what I'm saying? Mm, very, so, very profound so, wording. So, so there's, they're like, yo, man, listen to what I'm saying. I've been there, done that. But, you know, most of the youngsters, they, they'll, they got that attitude like, well, you done it. You know, well, I can't do it. You know, it's hypocritical. A lot of people think that it's hypocritical for an OG to, to speak down on gang activity or just I, criminal activity or just doing anything foul when I, they done I, it themselves. I can see that. I can see it. But I can also see the part where like like little homie, like I did it and 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 I got the I got the I got the T shirt from it. You know, this is what happened to me. And I'm I'm having the same problem, but it's not with the gangs though. It's not gang shit, but I'm having that same issue with my boys. 
you know, with, with my with my with my sons, I'm saying, listen, bro, like I can save you a whole lot of fucking headaches. I can save you a whole lot of knots on your head if you just listen to me, bro. You know, and I I think that that's the direct the, the that's where it's coming from. That's where it's leading to when you're talking to the to the to the BGs as, as an older uh, um, the elder statesman mm-hmm. when it comes to that gang shit. But if we don't explain to them, you know how the road went for us, then they'll have no fucking idea what they're looking at. When it come down, when it come down time for them to travel that road, you feel me? When you walk in that road and you say, man, my daddy told me about this shit right here or, or the big homie told me about this shit right here. I know exactly how to react or how I'm going to act, you know, now that this shit is in my face, in my face now. So I know how to deal with it. Yeah. And, 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 and to, to, to be prepared for it, you know? It's there, man. Whether you gang banging or breaking in the houses or stealing cars or working a nine to fucking five or in a career, the shit is out there for you to get into. It may not even be, you may not even be down with none of this shit, but a motherfucker just walk up on you and up. And now you gotta, now you gotta make some decisions, you know? Like you got decisions to make, you know? Always keep your head on a swivel, man. Pay attention to your surroundings, man. And never put your, put yourself in a compromising fucking position, man. If that shit ain't for you, don't you take your ass over there. Don't fuck with it. Yeah. But there has to be a desire for anyone to want that change or to want to do better or to want to avoid those traps. Or to want to be in that shit to begin with. My point is that you have to be intentional about avoiding conflict. Like you, like you would be intentional about doing something the right way. You have to. It's like being intentional about providing and taking care of. You, you, Remember that time went to Canada, man. Being Remember that time went to, went to Canada. Listen, being intentional about providing and taking care of your children and being in your children, being a constant present in your children's life. You have to be intentional about that. Otherwise. You can do certain things that may be inconsistent with that. Like whatever the outcome that you want, your your actions have to be consistent with the outcome you desire. So if you desire to be uh, the type of guy who uh, have a family, is there to protect and provide for your family to make sure that your kids get the proper guidance, guidance from mom and dad that you have proper input, that you're there to teach, to coach, to uh, provide, to love, to, 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 um, to guide. If you, you have to be intentional about that. And if you are intentional about that, then your actions would be consistent with what you, with the outcome that you want. And okay. so you're more, and you're, and you're more likely to not fall into those traps because you will see it. You will see the trap and say, no, nah, I ain't finna move that shit. I ain't finna do that. No, nah, I ain't finna roll with y'all. No, nah, I'm cool, dog. Because you know that ain't that ain't consistent with the outcome you want. You do that shit right there, more than likely the outcome gonna be really bad for you. More than likely, at some point, you're gonna get caught up. And it's and, and the bottom line is that even it's just a gamble to just try it one time. It's a gamble. 
it's not consistent with the outcome you want if you want to be that dude that's there to raise your children because you and I know that you can't raise babies from the pen. Boy. And I've seen dudes try to do it. From a visiting room. I've been in the visiting rooms and I've seen dudes sitting on the other side of that table and there's, and, and, and there's a, uh, uh, sometimes there's a petition there and they're talking to their kid like, boy, sit your ass up. You know, I, your mama said that you've been cutting up at school. Don't do that shit. And the kid's like, <laughs> <laughs> and I know the kid like be wanna like fuck you. You can't do shit to me. Not from back behind them motherfucking wall. I'm, by the time your ass get out, I'm gonna be twenty five. I'm gonna have my uh, own goddamn family. Uh, you know, I'm bleaking your ass. You know what I'm saying? Like they not worried. The kids are not worried, man. You locked up, dude. You they they feel untouchable. You can't raise babies from the pen. You damn sure can't raise them from the grave. So. Your actions have to be consistent with the outcome that you want. Well, go to, go back to Canada. Tell the story about Canada. Well, do you remember when we was going to Canada? We went to Canada. Mm-hmm. And then when we came back and we got searched through customers. <laughs> what are you talking about? When, 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 I, I know. <laughs> what's, 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 where are you going with? Was that intentional? Uh, <laughs> for us to get searched, man. Hey, I'm not gonna say too much about that shit, man. But let's just say this, Willie. You was trying to bring some shit back into the country, man. And <laughs> <laughs> what you mean, man? What, what, I, only thing I was trying to bring back was some fur coats. <laughs> What's wrong? <with> that? <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't illegal. I, they let they, you. You do know they allowed me to bring them. Right? Oh yeah, they let you bring them. But did right. you have anything to declare? Did I have anything to declare? Yeah, I think <laughs> I declared them. I mean, you can't hide for a coats. You put them. Uh, never mind. You can't hide for a coats. You I, hid I, them, <laughs> motherfuckers. Anyway, did I hide them? Did, did you hide? You hid them? I don't know. Oh goddamn! Yeah, I'm a law-abiding citizen, man. Was that intentional? I don't really understand what you're saying. That's all I'm saying. Really, was the shit intentional? Fuck it. That's neither here nor there. Well, if you mean, that's neither here nor there. It, it, well, if if you mean that I intended to bring my merchandise that I purchased, I legally purchased. You, you legally, well, I legally purchased. That's, that's that's cool, man. It was it was back to my country from somebody else's country, though. Yeah, that I legally purchased. You purchased it. Okay, so what's the problem? But you didn't have. <laughs> they let me bring it. So obviously no. they saw things my way. No. Did you have to pay taxes on that shit, bringing it in? I'm sure I paid taxes. <laughs> if I was, if, if that was, if I, if, I, if I was required to pay Say, taxes, man. I'm sure I paid taxes. Hey man, listen, man. Boy, me and Willie have been on some, on some fucking missions, man, in our career as ghetto boys, man. And, and that one was the, the best one, man. I got in a fucking rental car with Willie D. We rented, he rented a car, man. And he wanted to drive from Detroit to Canada. And my dumb ass got in the car because I had nothing. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Canada. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Back, back to what we was on, man. You know, we have to really, really, really be cautious. Um, what we say now. In, in, in our records because they holding you responsible for the shit that you say. You know, they're using this shit in court now. You know, and it's not it's not a form of entertainment no more. It's a form of um evidence, really. 
Well, see, the thing is, even if some of the laws, because right now there's a movement for, I heard about for, that. for uh, a law to be enacted to prevent them from doing things like that, using your lyrics against you, and which which they shouldn't be able to do that anyway, because those lyrics are protected by the First Amendment. The thing is, is that these judges have too much latitude. You know, they can do a lot of things. That, mm -hmm. You know, like the the law allows them to do a whole lot of things uh, and and make various decisions. And so that's one of those things where they can say admissible, not admissible. And a lot of times, even when they do wrong, another judge don't like going in, overturning their 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 uh, their their rulings. They don't like doing that. So a lot of times these judges get get away with shit <laughs> anything Any, pretty much anything that they want to man anything uh i personally believe that judges have too much power and they, they ha yeah they have too much power and that power needs to be stripped because you know imagine we all have uh we all have uh implicit bias right and so we if you go into a courtroom then you take those that implicit bias with you. You go into a corona. If you have certain things that's against heavy. A certain groups, that's of heavy. Group Break of that people, down for me. If you have a, if you have certain prejudices against people, this is these are that's heavy. Th these are ideas that you have, perceptions about people before mm -hmm, you even mm -hmm, just based mm -hmm. on their skin color, based on where they come from, based on their sexual orientation, whatever it is. You have these preconceived notions, right? then you're going to take that into the courtroom. You take that everywhere you go. All of this stuff about uh, when I walk into the courtroom, uh, none of that matters. That's a lie. That's a lie, bro. Like when you walk into that courtroom, you steal that, that bullshit. person. If your you ass is racist outside that courtroom, you're going to be racist, racist inside, inside that, that courtroom. courtroom. And you're gonna, if you're a bully outside the courtroom, you're going to be a bully in the courtroom. Right? So if you're a tyrant, you're going to be a tyrant. Hmm. In the courtroom or outside the courtroom. So when you go in, you go in with all of those those behaviors. And you project those behaviors By the way, onto, you your says, court, yeah. onto your court. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. the people, the people in the courtroom, in your courtroom, has to acquiesce to your rulings. Acquiesce. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 a it's a shitty deal, bro. Like they got too much power and that power needs to come down. But how does it come down? You know, it's and, not, it's not, it's the, it's only one way for the people to make it come down because they got too much power. The politicians, they're not going to do anything because they're the ones who are pulling the strings. It's just like people talk about term limits. These members of Congress should have term limits. They absolutely should have term limits. Mm. But who has to vote on that? Members of Congress. You think the members of Congress are going to say, you know what? Maybe we should I only think take we two have years. Too much power. We have too much power. Yeah. We need to give some of that power. Uh, where are the yeas? Nobody. Ain't nobody finna give up no power, man. They're not finna give up that power. So there's always going to be term limits until this country that we know today it's no longer. Mm -hmm. That's the only way. Mm -hmm. The evil people run it, man. Evil people are at the top. That's crazy. This is why man. we have so much 
conflict in America. This is why there's so much animosity, unrest, racism, hatred, uh, bigotry, uh, xenophobia. You know, it, it's it's the it's the people at the top that starts. It, they kicks it off. They kick it off. And when they get away with their crimes and their miscarriages of justice, uh, what it really does is embolden the regular citizen <gasps> to behave the same way. Because there are some citizens be like, no, fuck that. He ain't no better than me. She ain't no better than me. They can do it. I can do it. Kind of like when you see your mama doing something, your daddy doing something, and they telling you not to do it. As soon as they turn their back, you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You do, say whatever they doing. Yeah. If they out there acting a damn fool, they acting a donkey, you're going to go out in, into the streets, you're going to act a donkey too. You might act a donkey inside your own house. Ghetto Boys Reloaded Podcast. We'll be right back after the break. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy, and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind. So you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. 
Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. So the congressmen and women, let's just say the people that are elected are, are evil, right? Because they always conform to the shape of what the system is, right? Why does the first thing the politician does go to the church? You notice, know right? They go to the church and they go and they get these churches to vote for them. And the pastors, let's say the pastors, you know, the pastors tell their congregation to, 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 to vote for this particular person or whatever. I, I kind of want to hold them just as I want to hold their feet to the fire as close to the fire as I do with the actual elected officials, you know, because they dragging Absolutely. us down that rabbit hole all the time, man. You remember what's the pastor's name from South Carolina? Then South Carolina, North Carolina. North Carolina. That, 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 oh, that, 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 uh, that, uh, really, uh, <laughs> got out for Biden, man. They got out for Biden. Yeah, it was a pastor, man. Black pastor out of South Carolina that put it down for Biden, man. It was, he's a, oh, was he a congressman? Was he a congressman? Come on, Willie. Uh, I'm not sure, man. Thank you, man. Look it up. But you know what pastor I do like? Apostle Gino Jennings. I like him too, man. I like that guy. I like him a lot. I like that guy. He'll say it. You know? Man, he gonna call a ball a ball and a strike a strike. He said something then. Yeah, man. He will call him out. But that's how it, that's how that's how it has to be. You got you cannot be afraid to stand up against the beast. You gotta be able to you got you know, I don't even understand how some cats can call themselves men, right? And then bow down to certain people just because they have some power or they have some perceived power. That part, I don't get. I ain't never going out like that. The so-called purge law. Purge law? That that has been uh, implemented in Illinois, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, can't think of the actual, the, the official name of the bill, but uh, people are calling it the purge law, and there's a lot of informa- misinformation and and what does that mean? And the ad, purge ads law. out there where politicians are jumping on this thing, uh, saying that this law is about letting criminals loose and getting rid of the cash bail system, you know. Like around the country, there's a movement to get rid of cash bail because uh, it's, that, because, wh- it's bias, because it's bias. Because it's bias. Okay, so so are they going to try to eliminate the cash bail system and nobody get out of jail, or are they just going to let you out of jail? What, what does that mean? Some people. See, so so overall, 
they're trying to the, the, the if you think if you look at the cash bail system, it's really a hustle. Everybody, no matter what you do, you come to jail, you know, you get arrested, you gotta, you gotta make bail, right? It's it's a it's a big hustle. So, but if you ain't got the money to get out, you then there. you got to sit. But what a lot of the politicians are doing right now, okay, let, let's clear up what the law is about, first of all. So basically, uh in a nutshell, they're getting rid of it the the cash bond system so that uh people who have been uh committed of petty crimes and stuff like that not just petty crimes but misdemeanors and stuff like that can don't have to language in jail because they don't have don't the, have to because language, language in, jail, in jail because they don't have the money right because okay. they can't afford to get out that like there's stories of people that uh couldn't afford five hundred dollars to get out so they sat in jail for a year uh, two years, you know, oh, because cold, they couldn't blood. make bond. They family, they poor, they can't make money. So they bond, so they're sitting in jail. So a lot of the jails are full of people like that. Now, the people who are against it are saying, well, you're going to have criminals running free and rapists and people that commit second degree murder and all this stuff. They're going to be just running free and you're not going, you know, because they, because nobody's going to have a bail. But here's the thing. Here's here's where if you look at these people that's talking, this is how you know not to trust them. If it really was about protecting, if it, if it, if it was really about public safety, mm. they wouldn't give anybody a bail. Mm. If it was really about public safety. Mm. But just because you have the money, you can murder people. And it, they'll give you a bail. You can murder people and they'll give you a bail. Unless you commit like, are uh, you accused of doing something just particularly egregious like, say the OJ, like the OJ thing, right? You're not getting a bail, right? Big high profile case or whatever, they're going to try to hold you, right? But most people, in most cases, if you kill somebody, they're going to give you a bail. So it's really about, even if you rape somebody, you get a bail. You rob somebody, you get a bail, right? You get a bail. So it's really not about public safety. It is about the hustle. It's about money. Mm, like mm, it is mm, always. Mm, 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 it's about money. Boy, so, boy, boy. so salute to the people out there who are pushing for these uh, 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 cash uh, bail uh, restrictions and also to get rid of the uh, the cash bill entirely. Now, let me back up. It's not necessarily entirely because some people uh, will be held. From what I understand, some people like if you commit a a particularly egregious crime, you'll be held. Okay. You they, <clears throat> the judge can decide. They're leaving it up to the judge. Like, so you will have a hearing and then the ju each judge will decide on a case by case basis if you are a danger to society. If they think you are a danger to the, an individual or society at large, mm. then the judge can hold you and they will. But even that is going to be a challenge because as always, anytime in this country, when it seems like they're doing something good for us, it always backfires. So what's going to happen here is that, again, the judges have so much latitude that some of these judges are going to be biased. They're going to let their implicit mm. bias kick in. And even when your case may seem like 
a situation where you're not really a violent person, you're not really a threat to society, they're going to make you an example. They're going to make you out of example and they're going to hold you. They're going to hold you and, and, and make you pay a bail. You dig what I'm saying? I got you. Yeah, they, they, that's, they're going to give you a bond. Uh, or they're going to just hold you and say, oh, no, we're not giving you a bond. So they're going to always let that that bias kick in. Uh, Jim uh, Clyburn was uh, the guy that changed everything for Joe Biden's campaign. I think he was out of South Carolina. Oh, uh, um, okay. He was a con. I think he in the Congress. Yeah. He in Congress. But I, I'm just, I'll just look that up. But, um. Yeah, uh, uh, bail, it's called a bail, bail, bail reform or something. Yeah, it's it's, but it, it, it's an actual term for it. Like uh, I think it's called bail reform. Well, that 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 that's that's a. Uh, um, it's called it's called the Safety Act, which will become active. There you go, January first, twenty twenty three, and its catchy name stands for Safety, Accountability, Fairness, and Equity. No, that sounds that's like it. bullshit. No, to that's me. that's it. That fucking but, but, sounds but like bullshit to me. Bail reform is a colloquial term. Okay, for it. okay, colloquial. Yeah. I like that yeah. word. Yeah, colloquial. Yeah, so, that's <laughs> what it is. Yeah. so, so it still sounds like bullshit to me, though. The yeah. safety act sounds like some bullshit. It's always, bro. <laughs> it's always some it's, bullshit. It's always a banana and tailpipe. You got to be careful, man. Time. You got to be careful. But it's funny how a lot of these guys they are using this, you know, as. As a as a political, like um, they're using it as, as a as a political uh, weapon to to try to get votes. They're trying to spook people, scare people. Oh, they're gonna let all the criminals loose on January first, two thousand three, two thousand twenty three. They're gonna let all the criminals loose. And, it, and I was online, and it was, ah! they had everybody scared. Like that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Like it was it was a trip. Like and they had a whole lot of, you know. Of course, the Republicans and the Democrats just going, everybody just, oh, man, that's crazy. I mean, just overwhelmingly, people just fall, just fell for it. And I say, man, do you, are you looking at the person who's talking? Have you looked at the person who's saying this stuff? This person hates your guts and you listening to this motherfucker? Who, who's the most scariest, Willie? The who's scariest. the most scariest politician to you? Uh, uh, is it the Republican or is it, is it the Democrat? Who's the scariest? The all most the motherfuckers. Man. They all scary. They, huh? all, they all they they all wield the same amount of power and influence. That's what or, 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 okay. So you know the oh man, this is so bad. Look at look at the seat right. Look at any political seat. There's a that seat is open. Uh, for uh, every um, two years, years, four four years, years. six years, whatever. Uh, It's open for, not six years, but it's open for a Democrat or Republican to try to fill it, right? It pays the same salary and it wills the same amount, uh, it wills the same amount of influence, right? Hmm. Now, so at this point, it's just a matter who gets in and who's going to look out for who? It's the same amount of money. It's the same amount of influence and power. If you if you if you have any doubt, all you have to do is look at where the Republicans were when black people were being mistreated in this country, and where the Democrats was 
when black people was being mistreated in this country. Well, then, from, then, and at any given point in, in history, at any given point in history, yeah, what was, what, when we was getting done dirty, what was the other motherfuckers? The Democrats? Right? The one, okay, the ones that say they fighting for us, they was on our side, right? Okay, well, what was the other one who tell us, well, get off the plantation? Where were they when, 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 we, when, we, when we was voting for these people and riding with these people and they was doing us dirty? What was this side, right? And then you flip it at some point and what was this side when this motherfucker's doing us dirty? Like right now, we're, 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 uh, we're trained to mistrust the Republicans, mistrust right? The okay, Republicans. right? A lot of bad things are happening to black sure. people right now, right? Sure. We're the Democrats. With the Republicans, what do you mean? Exactly. They, See, the Democrats, the Democrats sleep with the Republicans. They have sex. They have sex with them. They eat. They party. Willie. They party. Willie. They they have meetings. Every time there's any time there's there's a an opportunity to gain something, they're all at the table and they're all trying to figure out what's what they can get for themselves. What's in it for me? What's in it for me? What they can get for themselves? And then when they walk out, this side says, "This is the one that messed over you." And this side says they're the ones who messed over you. And at the end of the day, we continue to get done, you know, no matter what, no matter. So no matter who's in office, no matter who's ever been in office, no matter who, what politician, wherever, we always have gotten a raw deal. It don't matter who's in office. Oh. Right. So they will the same amount of power. They have the same amount of influence. They make the same amount of money in that seat. So when they're fighting, they're not fighting for us. They're not fighting for the people. They're fighting to pad their pockets and to increase their power mm. and their status. It's for them and the people they care about. It is. It ain't even... You got white people out here who think that these people out here fighting for them. They're not fighting for you, poor white man. They're fighting for the elite, the rich white man. And they're using you to fight their battles. They're using you to go out in the streets and throw your life away and act a goddamn fool. They're using you to be the crash dummy while they sit back on the high horse and call the shots. They're using you and your children to go fight the war because their children and their, their, them, they're too precious to fight a war. They're too precious That's to go out there. Really. They're you, cold, cold they'll cap. send your children, they'll send you to go out there and die, That's to go out there and cap. kill. But they gonna send. They won't, back. Send, they won't send theirs, and they won't. They won't go, they're and they not, won't send theirs. They're not sending theirs. They gonna mm. dro they gonna dodge the draft five times if they have to. Mm. And at the same time, they are gonna tell you how much they love America and how they're the the Lord or the President. They gonna tell you everything that you want to hear. Mm -hmm. it, it, a mother can tell me anything that I want to hear, but I'm looking for the proof. I need some evidence. And if I don't see the evidence, I ain't believe in nothing you say. I can't believe what you're saying. I can hear you. Tell me what I want to hear. But then after, and, and it might make me feel good, but after that, I need to see some actions. I need to see some action. It's like if I'm with a woman. Woman tell me, I love you, baby. I love you, baby. Okay, I, I want to hear that. I really want to hear that, right? <laughs> but now, if she go out and, 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 and play herself and misrepresent herself and, my, and me, that ain't love, bro. So I'm going to watch that. I'm going to see that. So if I see her doing that, I'm not going to continue to say 
she, I'm not going to continue to believe that she loved me. I'm going to be like, you think I'm a damn fool. And this is what I don't get about the people in this country. They don't question that. Mm. They just go along. As Kwame Brown would say, they just go along to get along. Go along to get along, boy. Yeah. Oh, that's cold-blooded now. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, nah. I totally get it, Willie. I totally get it. We're not, we're not, um, we're not pushing the, we're not pushing the issues after the vote. You know what I mean? Like, we, we feel like, okay, our guy's in now. Let's take our foot off the gas. All right. We got, um, we got, um, this guy in office. Now we, we don't have to set up meetings with him. We don't have to go in there and, 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 and see how he, you know what I mean? How many black yeah. people on ground level, I ain't talking about celebrities and um, uh, rich people and shit. I'm trying to just, just everyday common folk, you know, go and set up a meeting with the president of the United States of America. Have that sit down, you know, because you know that you, you can do that. You know that's your vote. And you, you should be able to sit down with the man you voted for. And your, your, your ass ain't sitting down with no president unless they got something they want from you in particular. <laughs> you got you will you, you got some type of juice on something you can you can you can barter sway yeah <laughs> you got other than that you, you got fuck. a block you got a voting block or something like that that you yeah, yeah you have with. a sit down yeah, with him do, yeah you can you can sit down and that's cold blooded that's why they go to the churches because think about it it's brilliant because most people that that attend church. Their pastor to them is God. I'm not saying all of y'all. I'm not saying all of y'all. Yeah, but but y'all know something. some of these people, many of these people out here that go to church, they look at their pastor like that pastors walk on water. But you know? but Willie, it, it, you know, I, I, I do know pastors that, that do the same shit that, that we used to do. You know? Man, that's pastors that's doing things that way worse than we ever thought of doing. All right? There, there, there's pastors out there that are raping and killing and all kinds of stuff. Bro. Man. Let's take it there. They're doing all kinds of stuff, bro. Oh, man. Well, this is so bad. But I'm not going to say that. I got to be careful, man, because, uh, man, if I fart too loud, shit's going viral. Like, it's like the motherfuckers is waiting on me to say some shit. Anyway, no, I don't you think people shit. are waiting on you like you think they are. They are. Watch me. You want me? You want to hear me say something? Say something. Uh, say something. <laughs> Let me hear. I don't think you can say some shit right now in this broadcast that can make you go viral. That's a good try, Willie. But you know I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure you could do it. Shit, I can say uh, some fucked up shit, Willie. Yeah, I, I don't. Nah. I don't think anybody cares. I think that people that that uh, do bestiality porn are, <laughs> are fucked up people, man. I think that if you fucked a dog or a horse or you fucked a like you you should be fucking castrated. Watch it go viral. That ain't viral, man. That ain't that's safe. That's plan is safe because <laughs> most people ain't into that. You know, most Boys, people, hey. most people are not into stuff like that. Willie. You got you got you got to you got to get it. You got to get at the people that have the power. And, you know, you got to you got to get at somebody, attack somebody who got power or got those numbers. 
And then what, what that that could affect your bottom line. Now you can't affect my motherfucking bottom line because I don't work for no goddamn body. So fuck yeah. they bottom line. Okay. I don't give a fuck about them. I right, well shit. What, what, Say something fucked up, huh? Yeah, well, you know. Hey, put the camera on me right quick. I ain't heard nothing though. You know. Did I'm, you see me fall off my bike though? I'm uh, I'm still waiting. <laughs> Holding on to the grip. I, I'm I'm still waiting. Nice try, Willie. Yeah. Nice try. But we had a good ass time tonight, man. Um, oh, Brittany Griner. Have you heard anything? Uh, not not as of late. What's Dang. going on? I haven't heard anything. I know it's bullshit that get she's. Said again? She brought her up. Get the update. Oh, it ain't no update, Willie. That's just some shit that she I'm concerned about. Oh, she's in there. Yeah. Ain't no question about that. She is in the joint. Uh, hold on. They're going to let her Brittany out. Brittany Griner. Oh. Me with Biden. Okay, well. It'll probably have to be, it'll probably have some type of uh, condition attached to it with the war in Ukraine. But that's a hell of a bargaining chip for Russia, though. No, that's a hell of a bargaining chip, but it's a fucked up bargaining chip for the the U.S. because you got to take in consideration, like, that shit puts your nuts in the vice. And I guess that's all, that's what war is in, in, in any way, is, is putting 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 the opposition in a compromising position, bro. You know, like, you got a life, over, you got a U.S. life over there in jail behind some shit that's a slap on the wrist these days over here. She got 10 years for a fucking vape pen, my dude. Bro. A fucking 10 years? When in Rome, you do as the Romans. Man, That's I... Why anybody out there, you listen to me and you listen to me carefully. If you plan on traveling to a foreign land, a foreign country, it is incumbent upon you, not, not the government, but you to understand what their laws are. You better get you a book, get you one of those books about the country, and it tells you it's a handbook. All countries have it. It tells you what the laws are, you know, what basically how to move around in that country. And you get that book and you'll be all right if you adhere to the laws. You have to understand the laws because the laws in the United States are vastly different from the laws in other places. When I lived in Azerbaijan, I went. Hello, I had time well, out. I gotta go back to I had a, I had a, I had a Rosemary Wilson moment. My grandmother. Okay. Azerbaijan. Yeah. Spell it. <laughs> That's what she's saying. When I look when I when I lived in Azerbaijan, I, the when I first got there, when I first Hold got. Up, That's Lieutenant. Go ahead. When you lived in Azerbaijan, you got that mark. Uh, yeah, he got it. He got it. I'm not worried. About, I'm not worried about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. When I lived in Azerbaijan, the second, maybe second, third day, I go outside and I'm hanging out with my homie, Don, R.I.P. Don. Don, he's deceased now. He was my business partner in Azerbaijan. But I'm hanging out with my buddy and uh, (laughs) I got shorts on, right? And (laughs) I come home uh, later and, and... you know, uh, Bridget's there, right? And she looks at me. Oh, you know, she looks at what I got on. She say, uh, Willie, did you wear, did you wear those out today? I say, yeah. She say, 
Uh, do you know in this country if you wear if a man wears shorts, they think he's gay? God damn it, Willie. Yeah. So oh, I thought the fuck. whole I, I, you know I thought people were just looking at me because I was black. <laughs> I'm saying because, you know, uh, when I first went there, uh, we were on really like one, just one of the very few black people in the country, probably the four pe black people out of maybe 10. Right. And so most people had never seen a black person before in that country when we got there. You and know, so what I my thought neighborhood. they were just looking at me because I was, uh, you know, this this freak of nature or something, you know, man, well, I got a confession like when I was growing up. Like we only seen white people on TV, yeah, for real. Like I didn't see my first real white person till I was probably about eight. Like yeah. a real white person, like damn. Yeah, well, now, what was the fake white person like? The fake white person was on TV. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Man, you, you you know the the. My earliest recollection, rec recollection, uh -huh. my earliest recollection of uh, of meeting a white person was my was my first grade teacher, Miss Bama. So I'm gonna say five then because my my first my my kindergarten teacher's name was Miss Silva, but she taught at a black school. But go ahead. Well, Miss Miss Bama did too. Uh, it was predominantly black school, uh, but Miss Bama was so nice to me, bro. She was such, she was such a nice person. Man. She was, she was, she was really, really, really a nice person. Really nice to me. And I was like a really bad kid at times. Good mostly. I was a great kid mostly. But. I, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't believe that. I, I, you know, Miss Silver, if anybody, <laughs> Knows a lady named Miss Silver. I don't know her first name. That's how young I was. I was five. I'm, I was five years old. I remember Miss Silver. You also. don't remember no, no Miss Silver, no, 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 man. No, no, stop, no. man. Stop, Willie. Stop, man. Don't do that. How in the hell you know who I remember? I know man. you don't remember her because we ain't from the I same say, neighborhood. I said, hey, Miss Silver, bro. I didn't say Miss Silver. I said, I remember. All right, well, let me Silver. finish my story, bro. You don't know well, this finish, lady. Let's go. Yeah, this so, goddamn story. Man. So Miss Silver was uh she would come to school with a guitar and 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 she um the way she uh captured our attention, man, is she would sing us a song while we sat in class and she would play the guitar. And I knew, you know, from that point on that that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to jam like that. You know what I'm saying? So So you so you basically you appropriated white culture. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, ghetto, ghetto, ghetto boys. No more talk. <laughs> this episode was produced by A-King and brought to you by the Black Effect Podcast Network and, and iHeartRadio. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. 
Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.